y'all. Thank you for joining once again. I know it's been a very long minute since I've sat down and done an interview, but we are back for, and it's a very special week. It is the Trans Visibility Week, um, which culminates with the Trans Day of Remembrance. I think it is on the 21st. The 21st. Thank you. I thought it was, but I wasn't <laughs> quite sure. So thank you for that. And joining me, I have two very special guests and I'm going to let them introduce themselves. We have Indy Johnson. Indy Johnson and and Bodie Alarcon. I love it. All right. And what do y'all do? Um, It's complicated. <laughs> we are show producers. Mm -hmm. okay. Um. We have a show right now um, called The Harvest Cabaret, and it is a collective of Atlanta cutie pop artists um, and craftspeople and showrunners, and people just have like a lot of different skill sets um, uh -huh. within our community, and we're all coming together with those skill sets to put on a very beautiful cabaret show for our people. Mm -hmm. I love this. Harvest Cabaret. So how did this come about? So it all started out with an idea um, that our dear friend Zoe had. Um, I think it was kind of percolating in all of us, you know, the itch to perform, um, the itch to share our talents, the itch to just get together again and like really like cultivate something like beautiful and for us. So um, this idea was around like highlighting, you know, the, the talents that people have around um, like the queer community. Um, and the places that were often allowed, like not allowed to showcase those talents, mm -hmm. the places that were often like you know told to um, you know wait our time to like showcase those talents, and we're like you know what, fuck it. <laughs> oh, okay, um, I don't know if this is about if this is me about to get messy or not, but um, <laughs> inquiring minds want to know, and we don't have to name drop any places, but places saying wait your time. Tell me more about this. Well, I feel like um, as, uh, you know, queers who are talented, trans folks who are, like, you know, interested in many different things, like, we, we do dabble in different organizations, we, like, you know, get um, chances and opportunities to work with a lot of different people, but I think, in my experience, I found that oftentimes, you know, my own talents or like the talents of like the people that I'm around like they kind of get filtered through these lenses of these other people's ideas of what you're supposed to be mm. or like how you're supposed to do it or to what ends you're supposed to be doing those things and not just like really showcasing the rawness the genuineness that um like these people already have within themselves yeah. you know um, trying to filter them through these lenses of whiteness through these lenses of capitalism through these you know, even these lenses of like nonprofit careerism and like trying to like um, build you up to be a type of person that fits within this, you know, like bright and shiny white society and not anything else, you know, not the like raunchy shit, not right. the like sexy shit, mm -hmm. not the messy shit that we also want to celebrate as well. I sure do. Okay. Yeah, because they're all parts of us. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't want to segment those parts of ourselves anymore like tired of having to only bring pieces of ourselves into a space mm. we want to create a space we all of us um to just fully embody all of those things mm -hmm. be unapologetically who we are and know that we have the motherfucking power yes we do come <laughs> on now and that's what i love about this show and 
number one, thank you all for letting me be involved in it. It has been incredibly empowering. And I've been on my own mental trip with it. But before we get into that, so, and I don't think we've covered this yet, but tell us a bit about the themes of the show. Mm. So the themes are death and rebirth, Uh kind of like rising out of the ashes, like a phoenix, if you will. Um, Catharsis, having like a release um, of passion, of... um, some people say aggression. It's not aggression. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's passionate. It's, right. you know, but it's also, like, just giving ourselves um, space to feel the different dimensions that we all, like, possess. So it's shyness, right? Uh-huh. It's, like, gentleness. But it's also, um, like, revolution, right? It's that radicalness. It's, like, what do we actually need in order to usher ourselves into the next era mm-hmm. and my own personal interpretation is we have to have like that cathartic that revolutionary mm-hmm. moment that you know decision that we make to do differently than what we've always felt mm. or been told that we should do um so that's like the driving thing through all of the performances okay um is that you know, death is not the end. It is merely a transformation of energy from one thing into the next thing. Um, one of the um, one of the I'm gonna say mythologies that we're introducing into the show um, is via Medusa from the Greek um, from Greek mythology, mm-hmm. and her story. Honestly, she just got done dirty the whole time. Right, but <laughs> the the fact that like. Even though so many times people had killed her, gods had gone out of their way to kill her, she never actually died. She merely transformed into the next iteration of the being that she was. Um, During her final decapitation, before her head was literally put on Athena's shield... um, she her spirit turns into a pegasus a horned pegasus so uh, a wild horse that can fly and is also known to be extremely magical right one of the rarest breeds that you could ever come into contact with Mm -hmm. if you're lucky okay 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 we're talking about some very interesting things here number one i love the phoenix as a symbol like that's been my personal thing Mm. but also the name of my very first car that drove me back and forth it was a white Toyota Corolla 2001 and I called it Pegasus Mm -hmm. and I've been in love with Pegasus so much that I was like even if I make a whatever like my Pegasus yes yes. (laughs) I love that my animal so it's so interesting for you to bring all that into it and I love mythology and all that but see I feel like that's what you know that's the meant to be part like Mm -hmm. when we were concepting all of this when people were coming in like giving their ideas were um, telling you know us like what they would love to see or things Mm -hmm. that they would not like to see Mm -hmm. like all of those like pieces came together in order for us to be here in this moment to do the exact thing the way we wanted to do you know in my opinion yeah you had that Pegasus uh (laughs) Toyota because that's what you need it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it also like ushered in space for you to eventually, you know, come to this moment where we will have all met mm-hmm. and we would be um exalting said symbol in a way. Um you know what I'm saying? No, I I that makes sense. That, no, that made sense to me and I love what I love is the thought and care that's been put into this and the use of symbolism 
don't want to say responsibly because like there's no like you but there's intentional there it is that's the word it's intentional and it's hopefully giving meaning to the people that are part of it whether performing or in the audience yeah yeah okay um I'm not gonna lie, I feel a little bit of high right now just because like, I love that kind of discussion. Uh-huh. But um, what both of y'all and go one at a time because you know, we share so much. But um, what are you most excited about for the show? I'm excited to to be a little selfish. Okay, I'm excited to be on stage. Yes, I'm excited to have that moment to be like you know I am giving you know i'm given to this audience and like i'm here to like feel in this moment i'm here to do nothing else but just like give whatever it is i'm giving Mm -hmm. i feel like this um it's been a while since i've been able to do that and then this past pandemic has also like wrapped up all of these feelings that have been so like constricted and felt very like close and back to what indy was talking about with the catharsis like it it definitely feels like a cathartic moment for me to have that moment to be on stage, just like letting it out to like, let my voice like, you know, reverberate to the back of the, you know, auditorium, like outside the auditorium, you know, like these reverberations have like real effects on the outside world. Um, and so I'm, I've been really missing that. And honestly, like, I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, and then also to, like, have life be given to me right? by the other performers. Right? Oh. <laughs> How about you? What am I looking most forward to? Accomplishing it. Mm. Okay. Come on. Doing, <laughs> doing the motherfucker thing. <laughs> like, by the end of the night, like, right. It's a wrap. <laughs> we did it, people. <laughs> we have everything that we need. It, the show mm-hmm. went off without a hitch. It's it was what we wanted it to be. It was everything it needed to be. Yeah. Um, I think that would be extremely exciting for me because it confirms to me that one, I'm doing what I feel like in my purpose to do. And also that in moving in my purpose, I am also assisting other people who are moving in their purpose. Mm. Um, and I think that's like really important to me. Um, cause this is a joint effort. This show is literally a like melgamesh of everybody's various talents and resources and abilities and capabilities and you know the list goes on and on. And to be people who are like holding that um and like kind of acting as that link or that bridge in between all of these various connections means that we have to be in my own opinion um dare I say, strong enough to handle it, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Dealing with, like, multiple things that could go awry, dealing with, you know, potential, you know, personality moments, because you never know who shows up to the show. You don't. Mm -hmm. You don't know who's going to show up. (laughs) And when queer people get together and we do something brilliant, I I will also say there always seems to be a little, you know, motherfucker waiting in the the wing, ready to, like... Start some shit. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I worry about those kinds of things, so I feel like getting to the end of the performance of everybody's performances we did the show we you know the drinks were popping the food was lit the mm-hmm. you know we did what we were here to do but I, i'll also second um buddy's statement of like hell yeah bitch want to be on stage yeah, yeah. come on i want to be fabulous <laughs> right and i want everybody to see it you're already fabulous I and i can't wait for more people to 
see it. Like, y'all are just mm-hmm. doing music. Um, mm-hmm. Damn it, I had a thought in there, and the problem lately is that I have thoughts and I lose them. Mm-hmm. So. You can take a moment. Yeah. It's not, oh, no, it's not coming back. Goodbye. Damn it, it's so close. Oh, I know what it was now. Um, so whenever I wrap up a show, like, it's like, oh my God, so much effort into this. Like, the song that always plays in my head, and I don't know if y'all have, like, something, too, that's like, I did that thing, but... For the past two or three years, it's been Beyonce's, like, before I let go. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I'll finish something. It's just been like, I did that damn thing. Did that. Pop that champagne. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, yeah, like, that's just, like, ba, 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 ba. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to sing. Cause, right. mm-hmm. but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we sing. Don't stand there unless you want to turn into karaoke. Look, I'll say that for the after show. Um, but yeah, so I was wondering if y'all have similar, like, mm. I did the damn thing sort of celebratory. Like moments where it's, where it's like a song or something. Mm. Mm. Like, I guarantee you, as I'm riding home, I will pop that song on the radio and I will blast it. The Groove to that shit. I think... There is a song that I feel like I will listen to either by the end of the night or maybe the next day after I like wake up because, um, yeah. And I think it's not even a song that I listen to very often, but it was one of the songs that I, I learned when I was in college. It's called This Is The Moment from Jacqueline High, the musical. Okay. And it's just such a powerful song like the lyrics um and it requires like a lot of breath and a lot of fullness when you sing um and honestly i wanted to low-key sing that show i mean i wanted to sing it in the show mm-hmm. but i'm not i'm doing too much i'm not singing this time we'll do it a different time. next time but i think that song will be kind of like that end for me to be like yeah this is the moment because mm-hmm. i'll also be turning 26 and tomorrow it, tomorrow oh. Oh, <laughs> no, it just We're starts just a babies. new chapter <laughs> y'all are just babies i'm so happy for y'all um, but starting a new chapter you said yeah mm-hmm. it'll just start a new chapter and it'll be you know i'll be ushering into the next part of my life yeah. you know and i really thought for a long time i was going to be one way and now, you know, as I get older, I'm discovering that it's going to be something very different, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm embracing and I love and I love who I am and how I've came to be and all the things. Um, but it's just that moment of, yeah, like, this is the moment. Like, this is where that, like, pinnacle change happened. And I think that's what I'm, like, lucky a little struggling with. Okay. But also, like, really trying to embrace for myself. Okay. We're gonna put a pin in that. We're gonna circle back to it. I don't even know where I got that phrase from, and I don't even know if I like it. But we're gonna use it for now. Um, damn it! Oh, now I remember now. Um, now I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. Say it however it is in your head. Right now it's just pictures, so I have to figure out how to translate it. <laughs> Somebody give me a pictionary. Right? Yeah. <laughs> my my head works in a lot of pictures, but. What What are you most excited about performing, I guess? Because, like, I've been part mm. of the dance numbers that we're planning for the show, and <laughs> they're amazing. <laughs> I mean, um, <laughs> so I'm incredibly nervous, but also 
amazing but you look good as hell too watching yeah. those like videos like this is just rehearsal and ava's already like killing it like showing some face like showing the body yes okay embodying the body mm -hmm. i appreciate that and there's a lot of i'm going to receive that and i'm just gonna say i'm a work in progress so i'm gonna leave it at that but thank <laughs> you um but yeah for me like dancing is something that's new to me but also it's really exciting and so for me i'm looking forward to that aspect of performing mm -hmm. what what gifts that y'all are sharing with the audience are you most looking forward to sharing and why mm. whoever wants to go first and i know it's like a give me a minute to think about it bitch come on <laughs> <laughs> no i think i got something um and this is something that I'm still, like, kind of gives me, like, some nervousness or anxiety, but I, it's also something that I'm very much excited about and looking forward to is sharing the stage with my sibling, Zoe, who I was talking about earlier, um, the one who, you know, kind of came to everybody with this idea of, like, having this cabaret in the backyard or something. I'm gonna pause right there. Y'all are siblings. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. I don't know. That makes me so happy. That makes me so happy. It, it makes me so happy too. You know, to be like sharing this like experience with them, to like be like you know going through a lot of this stuff, like all like the hard shit and like the good shit. Like it's it's been so long since we've had a chance to like cultivate something together. And even when we were cultivating something something together, it was like you know it was like a high school play or something, and it was like not really like something that we were both like feeling comfortable in mm -hmm. and so like it's it's been such a joy to be able to like share this experience with them to be able to like you know they had this vision we're taking it in a place that's like even bigger than what they had envisioned but like to like see themselves like pushing themselves and like you know they finished like building the stage yesterday and shit and like it it's like a stage like it's like they built it from nothing they got all this wood they put that together and it's just like it didn't exist and now it does right <laughs> brilliance that's the crazy thing about art is that like you imagine something and then there it is and it's like it's magic mm -hmm. it's magic, it's, magic. It's, it's fucking alchemy it is it is it is mm. um, those are fucking alchemists mm -hmm. <laughs> literally <laughs> what are you looking for to um I think I am most looking forward to so many things. <laughs> dancing, probably. Okay. And I'm going to say dancing because it's something I do a lot on my own, in front of my mirror, by myself, mostly naked. You know, it's like, <laughs> I just want to see the body move. Period. <laughs> yeah. It does something for me. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, being a trans person, like, being reared to, like, have very specific ideas around how I should be and how I should live in my body, um, I think kind of made a lot of barriers to entry for me to feel like my whole self, especially when it comes to moving the way I want to move. You know, when I was a kid, people would be like, why you walk the way you walk? Mm. Let me walk in like that. Why you got so much, like, twisting your hips? And, mm. Bitch, because I'm a model, bitch. Right. <laughs> That's why. You mad because you don't walk like that. Fuck you mean. And I had to eventually, like, come to like that catharsis for mm -hmm. myself like that release for myself to be like i can be a femme 
I can be as sexy as I fucking want to be. I can be as embodied in my body and Mm. move the way I want to. And so this will be my first time actually dancing the way I dance in the mirror in front of people. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) that's powerful. And I'm like, because there was a moment where, you know, I have been dancing for, you know, my whole life. Like, I've really been dancing for a long time. But it's been a very specific type of dance. It's been very, like, what other people said I should do. Mm-hmm. And now we get an opportunity to do what we feel like we should do, mm-hmm. you know. And I want to, you know, go ham. I do. I want to go ham. And I want to I wanna show myself that I can walk the way I walk, talk the way I talk, move the way I move. And... I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Be in your power. Be in my power. I mm-hmm. love it so much. Um, okay, as we wrap up this segment, yes. <laughs> um, as we wrap up this segment, both of y'all, what do you hope that the audience takes with? And I know that we've covered so much, but I feel like giving each of these things a succinct question helps frame the entire event. Mm-hmm. So it's not that I'm not listening. It's just, yeah. I don't know why I said that. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we're framing or we're um, showcasing so many like different talents, different artistries, different forms of self-expression that I hope that like the audience comes away with the feeling of empowerment in their own self-expression that they see all of these diverse talents and that they see all of these people like in their power on stage and being like, you know what, I can, I can take that power too. I can like have that power for myself, and like you know, be able to have that, you know, internal transformation moment of like, I'm not just a bystander here. I'm a part of this like greater thing. I'm a part of this like greater movement of like people coming into their power, queer and trans people of color, like coming into their like power that have been so like you know repressed and beat down from every angle from families like all of these like kinds of ways but like in this space we love you how you are we love you how you are becoming we love you how you will become you know Mm -hmm. because like we're all in this like transformation constantly and so just hoping that people can like you know see what they see on stage not just um as something separate but as something as part of themselves as well Oh my god, I love that. I know, right? <laughs> Me too. I'm like, what's the worst for Indy? Oh shit. That is a. I, right. We really hope it just take that away from the performance. <laughs> we really do. Please feel your power. It really mm-hmm. is about your autonomy. I think, like, I'm, especially through this process, I'm also starting to learn, like, it's about making a decision Mm. you know as a being who has been incarnated on this earth who is alive who has capability to like converse and communicate to you know i have things that i am able to do i take up space and i am allowed to take up space simply because i exist and like to really hone in on that for people like to really live in your autonomy Mm -hmm. to really like know that you have the power like you make the decision and then you know the world will move according to what decision has been made for you you know what i'm saying like we create our joint realities um and i want people to also take that away from the show that like yeah when they come to the show like 
like Bodhi said, like you are helping create the larger thing. You are a part of the larger thing. You making the decision mm-hmm. to be in a space to get fed in the way that you're being fed is your autonomy, you know? And you can take that with you. Mm-hmm. You take that everywhere you go, you know? Mm-hmm. And don't let nobody tell you otherwise. Like, don't let nobody diminish what you have going on because you're here and you're valid and you are a person. Especially to all my queer and trans babies, like, mm. across the board. Like, so many people... I'm, I'm going to get a little dark for a second. No, 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 no. You go wherever you need to go. <laughs> so many people have, like, um, been taught to hate themselves. Specifically queer and trans people have been taught of color for real for real have been taught self-hatred and that i also feel like has spilled over into acts of violence has been spilled over into acts of Mm -hmm. self-violence high suicide rates people being isolated feeling like they don't have community feeling like they don't have like access to anybody other than their family members who sometimes are not the people who are have your best interest at heart and say it that way yeah uh yes if you watching this sometimes family members are really shitty and just because we share blood does not mean that we should <laughs> remain in community together exactly because mm. some of you bitches are harmful that part right there <laughs> and i had a friend who um passed away um, she committed suicide. Her name is Christine. And it happened this year. So it's still a very fresh thing for me. Um, and I'm going to pay homage to her at the cabaret. You know, death and rebirth. I know that she's not gone. That she is merely transformed into the next dimension. Into the next life. Into the next energy. Um, I can still feel her oftentimes around me. You know, I still have those moments. Um, and yeah, just thinking about like how she felt or from what I know like how she felt when she was here in the physical and that how so much of that came from outside forces like outside people people who were literally like didn't have your best interest at heart and stuff like really fucked me up it still fucks me up and so I definitely want to like just bring that up for people like bring that to the surface like mm-hmm. really sit in the uncomfortableness mm-hmm. that is the reality that we live in a really fucked up world it's super super fucked up okay people are doing heinous terrible awful shit to other folk they are and all some, the time sometimes grieving is survival yes because like you can't like accept all that fucked up shit and also like just be able to go on with your day like we need spaces where people can grieve and like yeah. be in that process. Yeah. Something I'm really like learning too. So like, yeah, just just really echoing that. Like, we need to be able to like hold these uncomfortable emotions and hold these like feelings of like you know despair and be held while we have those and because they're they're real emotions and we we need to be able to face them and like you know process them, grow from them, transform from them. So definitely want people to take that away from the show. To be, you know, to embody their full selves, to stand in their autonomy, but also to know that, like, your standing in your full self also means standing in the uncomfortableness. Mm-hmm. Also means standing in the hard conversations. 
also means um, not shying away from the things that we it would feel more comfortable to shy away from. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, to just keep those things at the forefront, you know, and not back away from it because it's the world that we live in. But we can create a new world. We sure can. And that's what we're also doing. So take that (laughs) away from the show, too. We're making our own fucking world. Well, it goes into that whole idea of life, death, and rebirth. Mm. Like... Something had to die for something to live. There we are. Grieve for what's lost, but create something new. All right, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick little break, and hopefully y'all will tune in for part two. And I have a feeling that it's going to get really good because things are already percolating right now. So we're just going to say that. Um, okay. 